the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, if you love to eat as much as we do here on the Kevin and Taylor Show, you're going to love hearing the latest in the world World of food. First, you know how the cicadas are coming out for the first time in 17 years, the bugs? Well, a lot of people plan to eat them. No. There are even cookbooks no, out they there. Do not. Yes, no, they do. No, no. There's cookbooks out there with recipes for things like chocolate covered cicadas and banana cicada bread, Ugh. featuring toasted cicadas. Ugh. Second, your favorite cereals like Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Cocoa Puffs, and Lucky Charms now come in oatmeal form. And finally, in the world of food, Burger King has finally joined the chicken sandwich wars with their Chiking. Get it? I get it. Uh, (laughs) I didn't know if I said it right. It comes uh, to a restaurant near you on June 3rd. It's got a kick, and it's served on a potato bun with pickles and their signature sauce. I'm sorry, the place you talked about yesterday with the brioche waffle. Uh, It's actually the... It's it's not brioche, but it's the... Belgian waffle. The Belgian waffle. Belgian waffle, yeah. Yes, that's Hardee's and Carl's Jr. with maple butter on top. Now that I said brioche waffle, though, someone needs to invent that. (laughs) (laughs) I guess you could take brioche bread and stick it in a waffle maker. Whatever. That would be great on a chicken sandwich with the maple butter. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I like the chicken wars. I think it's benefiting all of us. The competition's good. Do you wish you could work at home forever? Coming up, what if you were offered a bonus to come back? Do you wish you could work at home forever? Maybe you're one of the thousands of Americans getting more income by not working. What if you were given a bonus to come back? Three states, Arizona, Montana, and Connecticut, have enacted return-to-work bonuses. No kidding. Ranging from $1,200 to $2,000. What? By the way, heads up, the $300 per week unemployment benefit put into place during the pandemic, you know, the extra one, mm-hmm. uh, they, that's expected to end in all 52 states by September 6th. Mm. But I, I mean, then that tax, the child tax credit kicks in. So if you have kids <laughs> in the home, shuffling money around. maybe you'll, you know, right. you'll still have that income. I just saw again on the news last night, employee, they are having the hardest time getting people mm-hmm. just to apply for jobs. I guess when that money does run out is when people go, oh, huh, I like to eat, so I guess I'll go and get a job. I don't know. Hey, you ever do this, Taylor, where something in your memory is great and you're like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to do blank again. Yeah. And then you go and do it again and you're like, I don't know why I ever loved this. This wasn't that great. Are you serious? What happened? <laughs> happened to my wife yesterday. <laughs> something she was like, oh, I can't wait to do blank again. And yeah, it wasn't that great when she tried again. We'll talk about it next. Do you ever do this? Like, I don't know, you you go to a restaurant or something, you try something and you're like, oh my gosh, that was so good. And you can't wait to take people back. And then you go back again. And it's like, eh. So yeah, that is great. Yeah. It's that's frustrating. Something similar that's happening to my wife right now. And she's like a lot of moms, like a lot of y'all, she spent her, I don't know, from like 30 or younger than that, because Kyle was born when we were in our 20s, from her mid 20s onward, pouring her life into her kids. That's it. Her own needs, her own wants took a backseat. It was all about the kids and her 
somewhat needy husband. And now that the kids are a little bit older, she, uh, you know, she's like, hey, you know what? I, I think I'd like a gym member. So I like to go back to the gym because mm-hmm. she had done that before. And I was like, OK, let's That's cool. Let's for Mother's So for Mother's Day, we got her gym membership and she's taking these classes. It's like a 30 minute intense training class. And she said, back when I used to do this, I loved using those weighted ropes. Have you ever seen those where you go like left, right, left, right, and you you lift the rope, you bring it down, lift it, bring it down. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you do them left, right, left, right, and then you do them side to side, and then you make little circles and the whole bit, and it's this really intense upper body workout. She goes, I hope we do those. Well, they did those for the first time yesterday since she's been going back and she has decided she does not like the ropes anymore. Is she hurting? <laughs> yes. Poor thing. She was like, I can barely move my arms up my chest. Oh. This is, this is awful. That's rough. And I couldn't resist. I was like, oh, no, no, no. We loved the ropes. We couldn't wait to try the ropes. You're so bad. <laughs> uh, so, buy that woman some Epsom salts and draw her back. I'll tell you what. That's what she needs. <laughs> that, that's, that's the truth. But, oh, you know, some things live in your memory and they were great. But then when you revisit them, not so much. <laughs> Here's something else that's funny about uh, Tracy, and I'm I'm super excited that she went back to the gym. And she's like, you know what? I'm getting I'm getting back in shape. The kids are growing. It's it's me time now. I'm super proud that she's claiming that time for herself. Um, but uh, it's a really small class that she goes to, and she goes early in the morning, um, and it's an intense thirty minutes. And she said they they only will schedule the class if there's two or more people are going to be there. And she said. From from the couple of weeks she's been going, it's usually just her and this other guy. And she said, the guy's really inspiring. He's, he looks great. He says he's through that program. He's lost like 35 pounds. He's never, wow. never been best shape of his life. Feels great. And I was like, that's fantastic, honey. And in the back of mind, I'm thinking, you know, if I was going to a class and I said, oh, there's this woman there. <laughs> oh, funny. She's in the shape of her life. Says she's lost 30 pounds. Well. <laughs> Never been more confident or felt better. I'm happy she's got somebody like that there inspiring her. If the shoe was on my foot, she'd be like, oh, really? And what's her name? <laughs> the shoe would be kicked off. <laughs> right. That's hilarious. Right. I'd be, I'd be encouraged to find a different class. <laughs> yes, you would. Oh, well, what's her name? Right. What's her name? What's, Bring up her picture on Facebook. Let me see what she looks like. <laughs> Whereas I'm just like, great. That is great that there's somebody there to encourage her and get, you know, say like, hey, this is what you can do. That's hilarious. Have you ever had a really cool animal encounter? It's 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 funny because I think what happens when we have a, an interaction with an animal, it reminds us of how big our God is and how cool his creation is. I think that's why we're just like in awe of any kind of animal encounter. Like, I saw a deer today or whatever it is, or just even watching our own domesticated animals in our own home. Well, this is one of those really, really cool stories. There's this mom, her name's Emelina, and she takes her husband and her take their four kids to the zoo in Boston on Mother's Day. That was their outing. Big Mother's Day outing. And one of her four kids is a newborn. And they go up to the gorilla exhibit. And there's, of course, glass. But they're, you know, you can get... You can see them. You can see them right there. interaction with them, And she just kind of like, while the kids are like bebopping around, she kind of squats down and has the newborn baby in a blanket, like holding it just kind mm. of in the corner, like watching the gorillas. I'm not making this up. One of the mom gorillas comes over and spends over five minutes next to the glass. And it's like, 
kind of tapping the glass and almost kind of like wanting to put her finger, the gorilla's finger, near the baby's little hand. Aww. And there's this like moment, like the dad and the mom, Emelina and her husband said they got tears in their eyes because they had never had an animal encounter so profound. Hmm. And then this gorilla proceeds to go get her baby. She's got an, a little toddler, not a newborn, but a toddler. Mm-hmm. And holds the baby near the glass like, yeah, this is my baby. I see your baby. This is my... I mean... They had a play it, date. <laughs> it's amazing. And it's all caught on video. There's It's five minutes worth of footage that dad captured. And I was absolutely mesmerized by it. I watched all five That's minutes cool. of it because it's just like, cool. wow, God is such a cool cool creator, the way he made animals and how makes we get you, to have uh, interactions with them. Makes you wonder, though, who's watching who there? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was like they were both in the zoo. Yeah. It's fascinating. <laughs> My wife and I ran out to do an errand yesterday. Just We left home. It seemed like just a few minutes. And when we got home, there was stuffing all over the living room floor. Oh, One of no. our dogs got into something. We're going to talk about it next. Yesterday, my wife and I, we ran out for an errand. You guys know we have five dogs, right? So um, normally, we put a couple of them in a crate that are known to cause trouble. And then our greyhounds, we put their muzzles on them because they'll nip at each other. Like if the UPS guy comes to the door, they'll all run to the door and bark and then start nipping at each other. So we put muzzles on them. That's usually what we do when we leave. For some reason, we didn't do that. We left all the dogs out. We came home Uh and there is like pillow filler all over the living room no. floor. Like, is this your couch? Oh, Please tell me it was a dog that, That's bed. what we thought. We were like, oh, is it the couch? Is it one of Tracy's pillows? She just got all these new pillows because they chewed up the other pillows. Um, no. Thank goodness it turned out to be this stuffed, yet another, quote, indestructible toy. <laughs> it was this, like, pink hippopotamus that Marco just tore apart in less than 20 minutes. He probably had separation anxiety. What is, I don't think these people who put indestructible on the dog toy labels know what that word means. No. It's, it's like the guy in uh, Princess Bride. Inconceivable. I do not think this word means what you think it means. Our dog, Fergie the Fox Terrier, she knew how to find the seam. Mm-hmm. And she would just keep working the seam until she busted it open. That's it. They find that spot and they just mm-hmm. keep gnawing on it. So I, I don't know that there is anything as in indestructible dog toy. I don't think they exist, but crisis avoided. We thought it was a couch or one of the decorative pillows, but no, thank goodness. It was just the quote, indestructible dog toy. I predicted something on the show the other day and it's already come true. You probably predicted it too in your defense, but I can't wait to tell you what it is, what I got right in just a minute. So I'm very kind of like mildly proud of myself Um, I predicted something the other day. Okay. And it's in the news already. I was right. And see if you can remember what I predicted. It's something I said is going to surge in sales because mask requirements are going away. Throw away the mask. Out come the... Lipstick? The lips and the lipstick. Lipstick sales are 80% above what they were. A year ago. I believe it. You know what? My wife hasn't bought lipstick in like a year and a half, and she just bought some. Did she really? Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, they they like say that there's like, we're looking for lipstick that won't rub off. So in case we do have to put our mask on, Mm. the lipstick stays. And like, I I totally called it. That wasn't it for Trace. She was all about, because she went to the hair salon for the first time in like forever, and she wanted lipstick to match not that she would color her hair in any way. <laughs> However, <laughs> we 
when she emerged from the salon, she looked different and she wanted the color to match. Ah. So she wound up, bought, she bought some, didn't like it, went back and got a different Another kind. kind. Yeah, so, so she's helping, helping, helping boost sales. those sales. Yeah. Oh my gosh. If we, all of us women, totaled up all the cosmetics we've bought <laughs> that we can't use, we're like single-handedly helping the industry stay alive. So what you're saying is we should have bought stock in like Maybelline should have, <laughs> or something. Yes. It is really interesting to watch everything start to change. Like, uh, you know, we watched it all shut down a year ago, mm-hmm. and now it's like, oh, lipstick sales are up 80% people, compared what, to last year. What I've noticed is people are really good at picking up where they left off. Yeah. <laughs> we were all like, oh, I'm I'm so not going to go back to the way I was before this. I've learned so many lessons. Yeah. Not true. No. <laughs> I heard a comedian say that now you can't blame your terrible love life on the lockdown. It's like, it's your personality right. Maybe at this it is point. you. Yeah. And uh, dating.com did a survey and they found out that 80% of people want a date that's been vaccinated. I mm. guess because, you know, you're going to be spending close, you know, you're at a restaurant face to face or mm-hmm. or whatever. I guess that's where that comes from. But um, they're predicting after the past year and everyone staying home and not going anywhere, no concerts right. and no restaurant, indoor dining, that they're calling it the summer of love. <laughs> they say that so many really? people are ready to finally date because, you know, <laughs> I have to call my nephew Lance because he's the perpetual bachelor. He hmm. really wants to get married, but he doesn't really want to date. He just wants to find <laughs> the one. It's like he wants to I get in shape, but I don't feel like working out. <laughs> So how can I overcome that? So I have to call him and tease him like, hey, Lance, is it going to be the summer of love for you? I'm sure he'll love his annoying aunt doing that to him. Probably much like the job market. If you want a job, you can find one right now. Easy peasy. Yep. Same deal. Mm -hmm. Tell Lance, you got got to... Got to get out there and fill out the application, there's, buddy. There's pent up demand for right. handsome young you bachelors. Let them know that you're available for <laughs> available for work. Yes, <laughs> and it's good work if you can get it. <laughs> yeah. The other day you were telling me, uh, Taylor, about a vacation you guys are are, are planning on soon, mm-hmm. and you're going to be whale watching. Whale right? watching. You're going yes. Whale watching. That's, yes. I don't know anybody that's going whale watching. You're getting I'm very excited. Video and pictures and stuff. If we see one, yeah. But there's something going on in the headlines right now that, that stick with me here. I think they're connected. Have you heard UFOs are all the rage right now? Because everybody's the like, reports are coming out. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's yeah. like, oh my gosh, UFOs are real. They're real. Mm-hmm. They're real. UFOs. 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 Is whale watching the equivalent of what? Let's so suppose UFOs are real. Is it the equivalent of what UFOs do with us? Do are is it possible that on Jupiter they're like, hey, we're going to go human watching, get on board when we can't guarantee you're going to see any. <laughs> but Maybe. you're going to swoop down low and get a firsthand look at humans. Is whale watching virtually the same thing? Uh, well, we have evidence that whales exist. <laughs> well, apparently there's evidence that UFOs exist. Well, he, that's just it. The UFO. See, I think this would be a fascinating conversation <laughs> because unidentified flying objects exist. Like the uh-huh. Navy has seen things. Fighter pilots have seen items yeah. going through the air that we can't explain. Like we don't know if it's China or Russia developing. Right. Doesn't a mean new it's from outer plane. space. Just means we don't. Know what it we is. have no evidence that's right. from outer space. So. What I think would be interesting is, do you believe there's life outside of Earth? 
do you believe there's life on other planets? I saw a guy. That I, I think it's possible. There's a guy I follow on uh, social media, and uh, he's an evangelist. And, oh, really? Yeah, and he was like, he was like, an evangelist for Christ yeah. or for UFOs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> but someone asked him, like, oh, what does this say about you know your God and your faith? If there's life on other planets, ha ha. And he said. More beings to evangelize. <laughs> <laughs> have to be my dad. How do I get him attracted? <laughs> right, exactly. I was like, bingo. But Great I mean, answer. when you think about how vast the galaxies are, uh-huh. I think it could be possible. I don't know why or like how it all happened or why we don't know more about them. But I would like to think that the good Lord put a group of beings on another planet somewhere. And that they actually got it right. <laughs> there was no fall. Right. They, no they, apple, no snake. Right. That they, yeah. they did it right. Hey, we were the we were the prototype. <laughs> and then he tried with somebody with another group and they got it right. And we're and we're all gonna meet up in the end. Have you ever been in a car accident? Coming up the nurse who was in just the right place at just the right time. Hey, this is your guarantee to put you in a good mood story of the day. Have you ever been in a car accident? Thankfully, oh really? Mm -hmm. Oh Oh. yeah, more than one. That's got to be so scary. And I don't think I've ever. No, I've been driving in one of them, and it was my fault. Yeah, I've never been an excellent, excellent driver. Excellent driver. Well, thankfully, this nurse was in the right place at the right time. Uh, Courtney was driving when she spotted a motorcycle going seventy miles an hour. That suddenly crashed when a car cut it off. John was on his way to visit his son at college. And the two just finally met the first time since the accident, Courtney and John. Mm -hmm. Uh, After searching for and finding John in deep grass, like he and the motorcycle just disappeared. She had to go find him. Mm. Uh, She gently cradled his neck between her knees and calmly told him not to move. You know, if he had moved his neck in the wrong way, he could have been paralyzed. No kidding. That's how important it was that she came along. John said, the way it came together, it's unexplainable. She was there at the right time at the right point to find me. She's one of the angels God sent down here. Hmm. And it was actually Courtney's seven-year-old daughter who said, Mom, we got to go help. Yeah. Let's pull over right now. Okay. So, so cool. What a great story. Right place at the right time. Think for a minute. Do you define yourself as an introvert or an extrovert? I was just telling Kevin about this article I found about the difference between the two. And he's got a theory about extroverts, and we are not seeing eye to eye on this at all. We want to get you guys to weigh in next. I'm an extrovert. My daughter Autumn always said, Dad, you're so extra. And I assume that's what she meant, extrovert. <laughs> so I found this article about introverts and extroverts. And it was kind of interesting. It said, I, I always call myself an introverted extrovert because sometimes I can be really shy. Difficult. I know. <laughs> but I. Because you got to be special. It's, no. Oh, I'm both. No. It's, I'm the best of both. Stop. Just ask my husband. Like, I'll be like super outgoing all day long. Uh-huh. And then I get home and I don't want to answer the doorbell. Like, I'm like, will you get that? I just don't want to see anyone right now. I don't know what the deal is. But anyway, I was telling Kevin, this is pretty wild. It says that extroverts are a lot happier. They report higher levels of of well-being and more frequent moments of joy. And then he says... Because we're awesome. (laughs) And then you said... Um, Because we can't imagine any situation 
where us being there wouldn't make it better. And I said, that is not an extroverted characteristic. That is no, a is. Kevin no. characteristic no, of the here's world. Here's what I'm saying. It's, Extroverts don't think no, that necessarily. No, they don't think it, but it, it is an unrecognized truth about anyone that will walk up to a situation with total strangers and be like, hey, what's going on, y'all? I've told you I've done that a million times. (laughs) A million times. Somewhere in you is the idea that whatever is happening would be better with me included. (laughs) Yes. I, I do will, not agree with that I will die theory. on that hill. I will because fall on that so sword your, because it's true. Your perception is your reality, and that is your view of the no, world. I've seen that it. Okay, my, everything is my, better with Kevin. It. My mom, <laughs> one possibly the most extroverted person that I've ever known. Mm-hmm. Ever. Mm-hmm. There is not a situation on planet Earth that she did not think would be better without herself injected into it. I mean, no. Okay. She came to visit think us. Think of someone outside of your own kin. <laughs> Because the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. <laughs> I, I mean, I think it's cool that you think that, but I really don't think that's a generalized characteristic of an I extrovert. Do. I do. That you think everything is better with and you in I, it. I say this, by the way, there's no ego in this at all. Your ego is not your amigo. That is, it is not, it's, it is just, because I don't know if it's from how extroverts are brought up mm-hmm. i don't know if there's something chemically imbalanced <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what it is but <laughs> yes and it's true mm, okay extroverts i think we're going saying, to have to okay, agree to disagree well, let me, on this let one me, let me rephrase that i don't know that that in actuality it's true i'm saying we believe it to be true okay so do you understand the difference that i'm saying there is oh, my, inserting me in your a, perception is your reality and inserting me in a situation may in fact not make it better <laughs> But you'd have a tough time convincing me of that. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Hey, Dean, we're talking about introverts and extroverts. And I'm just saying, I think extroverts, I agree with the study Taylor found. They're they're happier. Yeah, but he also says that extroverts believe that any situation is better with them in it. I don't think all extroverts believe that. (laughs) I think what Kevin is describing is actually a leadership trait, where a leader believes that they can inject something into a situation that will make it better. And uh-huh. leaders are not necessarily extroverts. I am an introvert, but I'm also a former naval officer and business manager. I tend to believe I can improve situations, even though I'd rather not speak in that situation. You're the strong, wow. silent type. So you can, like, well, are you talking about, like, a dinner party? Like, it's going to be a better conversation because you're in it, you're there? No, absolutely not. I'll sit back and watch the dinner party, but I'm speaking about situations where people need direction, people need to be guided, people need enhancement where they're struggling with something, that's where a leader steps yeah, in and tries to I, make the situation I get that, better. But I'm talking about just social situations like a party or a dinner of six. Uh, Kevin's saying an extrovert believes that them being there makes it a better dinner party. Yes. Could you imagine being at a dinner party with all introverts? Worst party ever. No, I, I think I agree with Kevin making this, this situation like a dinner party better because I know I'll just listen and enjoy it. <laughs> Isn't it the coolest thing when God uses fallen people for his glory? You're just well, like, wow, that's, that's, that's all so he's got, cool. All he's got to work with. Yeah. Other than Jesus, that's it. <laughs> exactly. And there's so many times in your life where you're like, okay, God, if you can use this for your glory, I'll just give it to you. That would be awesome. Um, and you just give it to him and you try to bloom where you're planted. Well, something uh, kind of like that really cool happened the other day, Kev. Um, I had written a blog for the Kevin and Taylor show 
about scars. And I referred to how um, I had just gotten a skin cancer surgery, had 40 stitches Mm. and the most ginormous scar on my back. And then someone donated a dress for me to emcee this event. And so I needed to wear that. And my scar was on full display. It's on my back. And it it brought up all these insecurities in me to have to go to an event with my scar on display. Mm. And it reminded me of Jesus. He's known for his scars, right? Mm-hmm. And he was pierced for our transgress- transgressions and crushed for our iniquities. And by his wounds, we are healed. And I went on to say in this blog how... You know, when we share our physical scars, I, I've shown a couple women my scar and they've gone and gotten their skin checked. So it's kind of helped them. And then when we show our our emotional scars and our spiritual scars to other people, it makes them feel not so alone mm-hmm. and can help them want to heal. And uh, anyway, um, our friend Shanti Feldhan is battling breast cancer and she saw my blog and she texted me and she's like, hey, can I share that? Like, as a guest blog while I'm battling cancer, I was like, yes. Oh, wow. That would be awesome. So it got emailed out. It's on our website, shantifeldhan.com. But I just thought it was the coolest thing because it's a blog I wrote a couple years ago. Hmm. And to see God use something like that again, like renew it, it was just a really, really, really cool feeling. It's time to check in with our producer, Griffin. He's got a wife, Sarah, and two little kids, five and four years old. And he says they're still learning parenting lessons the hard way. <laughs> My oldest is almost 30 and I'm still doing that. <laughs> so we'll talk to Griff next. Griff's joining us in the studio now. So Griffin, you were saying that you and your wife, Sarah, you've got a five-year-old and a four-year-old. Yeah. You continue to have to learn parenting the hard way. Yeah, you think we'd uh, you know have this figured out by now? You know, we're almost six years into parenting, mm-hmm. and uh, our kids are only 17 months apart. Ooh. And we basically need to treat them as twins, treat them totally as equals for the <laughs> yeah. most part. And uh, we haven't, we didn't do that recently when we should have. You know, my son Thatcher, he recently graduated from pre-K, right? So we use that as an excuse to give him a pre-K graduation present. We got him a big boy bike. Ooh, Ooh hey, yeah. there you go. How exciting. It's a lot bigger than the little balance bike he had. Uh-huh. And But we didn't buy one for my daughter Eloise. Well, it turns out, Thatcher's a little more cautious on the big boy bike. He's a little hesitant about mm-hmm. it, not so sure of it. Whereas my daughter Eloise, she tried it out. She's all about it. She jumped right on, <laughs> is pedaling, will go down hills. Oh, wow. like, no hesitation whatsoever from her. So now it's like, well, we probably should get her a big girl bike. <laughs> and like, can we just buy it for her just because? Or like, what's the excuse uh, to spend all this money? Here's my tough. question. Has Thatcher witnessed his sister tearing it up on the bike? Oh, yeah. yeah. And is he a little like, huh? He, he does that. Just like, huh. It's like, I'm going to go inside and watch TV. And Eloise will stay out riding the bike. Oh, no. My wife has the same policy of like, everybody's got to have equal gifts. Like at Christmas time, everyone has to have the same number of gifts. Yeah. And she always forgets where she hid somebody's. So it's never the right number, and she's like tearing the house apart looking for the lost gift. But personally, I think hey, Thatch had the accomplishment. That's fine that he gets the bike. When yeah. we, when next year is she going to graduate next year? Yeah, yeah she, well, I hope let so. Her get a bike next year. <laughs> okay. Let her get that. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs>
Hey, if she passes her kindergarten finals. Right. Or if Thatcher keeps refusing to ride it, you just save the money and let her use yeah, let his. Yeah, let both of them use yeah, that one for a while. It okay. doesn't sound like Thatch is very interested anyway. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> okay, I was just going through the paper and looking at the grocery store ads, because, you know, I'm a wild man. I do that for fun. And wow. they have a special offer on something that says... Uh, you know, some restrictions apply limits in effect. I want to talk about that next. So I was looking at one of the grocery store ads, Taylor, and they've got a crazy good like buy one, get one offer. I think Memorial Day weekend is coming up soon. So people are stocking up on like grill items and stuff. It was crazy, crazy good offer on steaks. It was buy one, get one. And then it said some limits apply. And here's what I'm wondering. There has got to be someone listening right now. That you pushed that limit to the limit, and they told you, oh, no, sorry, you can't buy all of these. There's got to be someone that had that happen to them, where they were told, hey, some restrictions apply, we're restricting you. Remember the weirdest (laughs) stuff they had to limit in the past year? I mean, obviously, like toilet paper, hand sanitizer, stuff like that. But then they were limiting cans of soup. Right. And I was like, what? Why are people hoarding cans of soup? So... Yeah, I, I don't. I'm trying to think if I ever got turned away at the cash register or not. Have you ever been that person that they said some restrictions apply, and you had a few too many of whatever item it was, and they turned you away? We would love to hear your story. And did you did you proceed to then go? Well, no, I should be allowed to buy these. How did it all turn out? Did you just walk away peacefully, or did you put up a little bit of a fight and say, No, I want my bogo, and I want it now. Hey, Christine, I was just looking at the uh, advertisement for grocery stores, and they've got these great buy one, get one offers, but it said, you know, some restrictions apply, limited quantities, whatever. And I'm wondering, are you the person that has ever pushed the limit to the limit? <laughs> yes. You are. I am. Tell us I, about it. Well, I, it's actually at a box store, a big box store, but they had advertised pork loins for $1.18 a pound, and I wanted to get a case. Okay. And they said I had... I had to ask the manager, so I went back to the meat department, and I talked, and he said, well, he's not here right now. Let me find him. And about that time, I just left the cart. I walked and got me another cart. I went and got the rest of my groceries. I come back, and I went to the meat department, and I picked up my six pork loins, and I went back up to the front, and they checked me out. Nobody ever asked me. (laughs) You did it. You were stealthy. See, I knew there was somebody that pushed the grocery limit to the limit. The buy one, get one. Some restrictions apply. Not to me, they don't. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.